So yeah, as I mentioned, I am um, pondering on a talk all about this idea of like fair dinkum. I love that term. It's like, according to this talk given by this gentleman um, about being a true disciple of our savior, it's like, hey, like how can we be 100% in? He summarizes talking about his story, about one time when he was playing rugby, he decided to not be all in and then he got like this limp injury. And then another time when he did decide to be all in and ready, he got this jaw injury. But the difference was, that like even though when he was being all in he got this jaw injury which was way more severe he still felt this this inner feeling of feeling okay with that experience like not just okay but he wouldn't have reg- he didn't have any regrets he knew that in his heart his heart was in the right place even though his injury was much bigger in that instance whereas he felt a lot of regret about getting that fat lip because it meant that was a symbol to him of a moment where he wasn't choosing to be all in and he didn't he felt a little bit ashamed of not having full integrity with his capacity to be able to give and he wasn't willing to to give it right and that that's a tender mercy in itself right like to even ponder and be reflective in our spirit to have the humility to honestly see that clearly like i'm just so floored by his receptivity to the spirit to to even notice that that micro moment in his life and and to share it with us right like i just love these tender moments and stories where people share the in-betweens of their life you know the behind the scenes the the things that are happening in a person's life that you you don't really go out into the world and just share all about it because it's it's not really something that you know can be advertised or can be like hey look at this story like this was because like typically in the world there's just so many of these like amazing like dramatic kind of stories right and i just i really do cherish these gentle kind of stories that are just all about those those small and simple and soft kind of moments in our lives where where they're subtle there's just these subtle moments of reflection and and pondering and and having to wonder to ourselves oh was that was that really like could i have done but done a little better in that moment and like did i really do my best and you know just those tiny little moments of reflecting and thinking yeah no i could do better next time right and so those i i appreciate them i really do um as i'm pondering about that right now like for some reason like the gentle stories come to mind to me of like well it's funny that i say that i like the subtle um versus the dramatic because then i just thought of a a dramatic story for me it was dramatic right it's like i just feel like you know ever since being you know choosing to be on this path to believe in bringing children into my world, into my life, into my living space, into my personal life, you know, it's been such an interesting journey because like growing up, I actually like developed this very strong detest for children. I was the youngest in my family and I just really didn't love spending time with people that were younger than me and I just kind of wondered why that was even a thing and I even got to the point where I thought, oh yeah, like every time that anyone has a child it's like a total mistake like it just doesn't make any sense right that was like my extreme idea of this whole concept of family and children and everything and it wasn't until i was like maybe 15 or so then i started considering oh 
Well, families are kind of cool. Like they do some fantastic things when they're working and functioning really well. Like they, they do beautiful things actually. They, they love each other and they hold each other and they, they really build and, and lift each other up in a very nourishing kind of way that is beyond this world. Like you can't even explain it. It's, it's like unspeakable, the level of love that is exchanged when, when a family is attached to one another and they, they sacrifice to enhance that attachment that they have. Um, and so it was just so fascinating to then be exposed to some fantastic families and, and, you know, it did soften my heart a little. It was like, you know what, if I could do some good in the world, like, I think it would be so fantastic to, to have a really strong family, right? Like to, to grow up one day and actually have a really strong family. Wouldn't that be such a wonderful, like achievement? You know, I kind of, I termed it as as that at the time. I was like, wouldn't that be such an amazing thing to do though? And, and then over time it became this thing where I was like, well, yeah, yeah, it really would be. Um, but then, you know, like I, I was waffling back and forth all the time, of course, cause I'm in my teenager phase just being like, oh yeah, that's a good idea, but really, uh, I don't know. Um, and then it became really clear, you know, over time that I really needed to understand where I stood with this, right? It got to a point where I had an assignment for this like personal progress program I was doing and it said something like, hey, go and talk with some mothers that you look up to and take the time to just ask them, you know, any recommendations they would say to someone like you if they were to, you know, give recommendations to themselves or something at that age or whatever and and what they would say to help prepare that person to be able and ready and happy to enjoy the blessings of being like a wife and a mother and those kinds of things. And it was so fantastic because like I got all these different recommendations and one of them that I actually held on to and I really have felt the blessings of is one of the recommendations from a sister. She said something like, you know, I was hesitant to have kids because of such and such reasons, like different, you know, career or educational things, but I felt such an an immense impression to feel like I needed to have kids as soon as possible after having being married. And it didn't make a lot of logical sense at the time, but I just went through with it, you know, and then afterwards she found out she had some health issues. So really it was a miracle all in itself that she even had three babies before she even found out about these health issues. And anyways, that, that experience always just kind of impressed my heart a little bit. And I was like, you know, I kind of, I get that, right? Like I absolutely would like, you know, in retrospect, it's like, I love the idea of like a child being able to be raised by a parent that is super active and super like energetic and super enthusiastic and you know and that kind of an energy that a 20 year old and a 30 year old person could have right and I was like yeah that that makes total sense to me I I think if I was in that situation I would love to do that too and then you know around the time that I got to know my husband like my before he was my husband um it became clear that we were going to be together for a long time right and so it's like okay so we're gonna be together so um what will this look like and it became really clear pretty quickly that it was like yeah we're gonna have kids pretty quick like as soon as possible right and and so as we jumped into that space it became super clear also that, you know, our desire to have kids, which was 
fantastic, awesome, love that pure love and intent to just want to create and build that that beautiful unit. Yes, like that was awesome, right? And our skill and capacity to be able to um, give them everything that a person would ever want was totally not there, right? You know, like as a young person, we were just barely trying to figure out ourselves as well as others. And so we were in a very young, um, young married kind of state with young kids and a young family. And it was just like, it was super daunting a lot of the time. Um, I wouldn't regret it at all. And it gave a lot of opportunity for a lot of people around us to really notice and say, hey, it's Christmas time here. You know, that we, that we were just given so much kindness all the time, right? And I just feel like almost every Christmas that we've had in the last, I don't know, 13 years of being married and having our family, it's been such a beautiful testimony to me of being surrounded by people that believe in loving God and their Savior more than having a happy Christmas for themselves, right? Like that's the general sense that I get. It's like because it makes no sense to me how there are such generous people around me that that are willing and ready to like, you know, like I just remember one time it was like over the moon like somebody had had like gotten someone else to deliver something to our house and they had a chest full of like christmas kind of like festive holiday kind of feast stuff and then they had like bags and bags a huge bag per child with their name like beautifully written on it and then when they opened it on christmas day everything was their right size like of clothes they had like like 10 pairs of pants or something like that right for each child or like you know and clothes and like and then they had these cool little like toys like that were just so like indestructible and I was like are you kidding me like how is this even possible like how could anyone conceive that this was something they wanted to do and that they wanted to plan so that they, all of our names were so like beautifully there and that they got all their our sizes right like how was that ever even a thing that could be orchestrated I, I never figured out who it was that actually did it but I was just like over the moon I'm like this this is a testimony to me of somebody that has a really strong testimony I really believe it, a really strong testimony of their opportunity to be an instrument in the Savior's hands and to offer somebody else something temporal, right, in this world that like maybe they sacrificed their own things for their family that that year so that our family could have that, right? Because like it was just over the moon. I was like, I feel like they spent like a hundred dollars per person on us, right? And I'm like, what in the world? How is that even? Like it just blew my mind, right? And then since then, you know, it's been a few years since that happened, and and it's just been so fantastic to feel the hand of the Lord blessing us, right? It's like for a little while there, we, you know, we just didn't have enough. And then for another little while, we we did have enough, but we had to pay off a lot of like debt type of things. And then after a little while, we we paid that off. But then we felt this prompting to be like, oh, hey, um, 
we really need to invest this money into this really important service um, family history kind of project that we're working on and we really feel like that amount needs to go there right and we, we were using that amount for like a good almost a year like every month was like was being invested in that right and and being um, placed in that space in faith that it would it would be able to do a lot of good over time like it wasn't one of those instant things where it's like oh hey like we're getting like the benefits of it like all the time right like but it was like it was that inner feeling of like no this is the exact place that we want to be investing our extra money that we didn't think was extra but but it's it's there so let's put it there right and and then you know getting to the point where it's like oh we can like we can buy bread when we want to now like when did that happen or like oh like we can go and get clothes for anyone in our family when we want to like when what (laughs) or like like we it's like a holiday so like we could get some costumes like what like we can get costumes for ourselves like what and and so it's like I say all these things not because I'm trying to say, hey, like we we're like, you know, we're at this stage in our lives now or whatever. And, you know, just like or we were then there, like there then. And, you know, I don't love to draw attention to myself in any stage of my life, typically. But I just love to reflect on the true gratitude that I actually have, though, on those moments where I know that every single tender mercy that I've ever received in my life is because of somebody who decided to be in alignment with the Savior's love for that person and their desire to want to be a part of it, right? And that's what I think Fair Dickens is all about. It's all about having this this will that is in alignment with the Lord's purpose when he atoned for us, right? Like, he didn't just atone for us just to be done, done with that and move on. Like, he atoned for us with a very deep desire to be committed to us for all eternity, right? And as he is committed to us for all eternity, he hasn't forgotten us one bit. He is constantly thinking of us and wanting to bless us and help us follow in a path that is going to lead us to have a wonderful family reunion after this life and have like wonderful eons and eternities of time together to be able to enjoy. Um, But now's the time to prepare, right? And, And a part of that preparation is to become like him. And a part of becoming like him is to wonder to ourselves like, well, what, what's the Lord doing today? How can I be yoked with him in some of the things that he has on his to-do list and who are the people in my life that are a part of his to-do list today to want to touch and to want to just reach and and do anything to be supportive and helpful and that kind of thing 